Wow, praise God. Oh, I just love it in church, eh? That was a good word, Ian. Just what I needed, brother. Woo! We're going to all go home now. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God, you are our God. You are our source. And we want you to speak into our hearts and lives again today, Father. Father, we just open up our spirit to you, our heart to you. We are transparent because your light goes into the most darkest corners of our lives and illuminates us. So, Father, have your way today. Speak to us, we pray. Move over us, brood upon us by your spirit to develop Christ in us. We pray in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. Well, this has been a great series, the um, Christianity 101, Back to the Basics. Uh, we we, we uh, spoke, first of all, about Jesus calling us to come and to follow him, and he will make us fishers of men. And that was a, a great thought, back to the basics. When Jesus called us, I know that you'll remember today when he first called you. Well, he's calling, still calling. That, that call hasn't stopped. He wants you to continue to follow him, and he wants to make you a disciple maker. He wants to make you a uh, fisher of men. You know, go make disciples, grow in God. That's what Christianity Church is all about, making disciples and growing in God. And then a couple of weeks ago, we, we talked, see, it's all relational. We talked about our relationship with God, and Ruth brought in our relationship with the world. And today we're going to be speaking about our relationship in, in, in our church and in our family. That's good. You see, Christianity is relationship, and it all flows out of God. It doesn't come from us. We're not the source. I love that word from Ian. We look beyond the hills from where our help comes. It comes from the Lord. You know, and people have argued uh, for, for a long time, whether is it family first, is it church first? You know, who do you think's first? Neither. It's like we do family and church together. Why worry if it's this way, that way, it's together. I love my family. And I teach them to love God and to love the church. And we just serve together. It's all one. We're one big happy family. This is my church, whānau. It's great. Wherever I go in the world, I meet whānau. And I uh, feel that unity and love that... And we get built up and encouraged in God. So it's all exciting. It's a lot of fun. God wants to shine his light into your hearts today. And into your lives. And into your families. And into our church today. Praise God. We're going to let him do that. Hallelujah. I just want to ask you first of all, what lies at the bottom of the ocean and, and, and twitches? A nervous wreck, that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, every family needs dad jokes. They are the best jokes in the world. Uh, my kids just love them, especially when their friends are around. They love the dad jokes. Just thought I'd share that, just to relax you a bit this morning. You know, we live in a world and that teaches us and tells us today that we should be open-minded. And I want you to be open-minded here today, open towards God. But sometimes we just got to be a little bit careful that we're not, we're not so open-minded that our brains fall out. You know, that would be a disaster, wouldn't it? Praise God. Today we're talking about church and family together. You know, there's two things that really make the family go well like a well-oiled machine. And that's love 
See, God's called us to relationship with Him. And the other one's forgiveness. Love and forgiveness. Love is desiring the highest good of another. Love is putting others before ourselves, valuing one another better than ourselves. I wonder if we do that with one another. Do I value the other person more than myself? I know the light of God shines into my heart often, and I get to answer that question often. Is it others I'm interested in, or is it really myself? And what about forgiveness? It might be a long time ago there was someone that did something to you in your life, and you've never forgiven them. And you wonder why things are going bad, and why things are popping up in, in your life, and... and, and Forgiveness is so important, even in the little things, especially between a husband and wife, but even between siblings and the family, forgiveness is so important. Love and forgiveness. Jesus says, he says in Matthew 6, he says, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you your trespasses. It's, It's so important that we learn to forgive in families. Forgiving one another, not holding grudges. You know, people got to get rubbed up the wrong way, and if possible, I'll rub you up the wrong way, and I want to rub you up the wrong way this morning, and get under your skin in a good way. But forgiveness is so important. And love, love. God loves us. He's passionate about us as his kids. I just love worship, singing the words of these songs. He's adopted us into his family. He's made us accepted in the beloved one. We have security In God's love, we feel confident in His love. He's our rock. He's our fortress. We just feel so warm in His love, so appreciated in the love of God. He kept nothing back. He reached out to us in love. And there's no question that He loves us. Love and forgiveness, great ingredients and great oil in the machine of the family, in the life of the family. Keeps it flowing nicely. Love, 1 John Four, and I haven't got the verses up here, but you'll know it, and you can look it up in your Bible. One John, First John, chapter four, verse eighteen and nineteen. It's after Hebrews. You get on through the New Testament, well through the New Testament. I think it's in the New Testament, is it, John? Yeah. I know you guys read your Bible, so if I ever forget, I'll ask you. <clears throat> One John four, verse eighteen. It says, "There is no fear in love." There's no fear in love. I guess that means there's security there. It says, perfect love casts out fear. That sounds good, eh? I love being loved. Perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. You ever been afraid and nervous and worried and anxious? Whoa, that's that's been coming across a bit this morning. I think God's going after anxiety and fear this morning. I know he is. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We fear and worry, have I got enough to make ends meet? Am I going to be able to pay the bills? What about the grandkids? This has happened, you know, and oh dear, I didn't bring them up this way, or children going off off in this direction. And we're afraid, and we're trying to control the ship, and it's getting out of control, but just recline in the love of God. There's no fear in love. You won't be tormented when you're just enjoying His love. You won't be full of anxiety and worry. We love him because he first loved us and he's displayed that love to us at the cross of Calvary when he just laid his life down for us. The King of kings, Lord of lords, taking a lowly place, taking our place because he loved us so much. 
There's no fear in love. Praise God. I want to tell you this morning that our God loves you. He knows all about you. He knows the circumstances you're going through right now. He knows what you're worried and anxious about, believe me. So as long as there's oil in the lamp of the family, love and forgiveness, we're drawing on God's source of love. Well, then when there's oil in the lamp, the, wick, the uh, oil burns, not the wick. But when the lamp runs out of oil, the wick burns. And sometimes we end up feeling burnt out because there's no oil in the lamp. We're not drawing on the heavenly source. And God wants to give us oil, the oil of His Spirit, the oil of His presence, the oil of His love flowing freely through us to others around us, to our family. Praise God. Some Christians think they can just run on the principles of the Word of God and there's no oil there. They end up burning out. Churches don't run well without oil. Families don't run well without the oil of love and forgiveness. Yeah? Wonderful things. God is love. It's the very essence of His being. And there's no torment, no fear in love. God has called us to be big people and to dream big dreams. But if we're afraid and anxious, we're going to be hindered from, from being able to be used by God to the full extent of what He wants to do in and through us. You know, we all go through trials in life. Whether it's in the family, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the workplace, whatever it is. But as Ian was saying, we've got to lift our eyes beyond whatever things we, trials we meet in life, every hill that's there as we go through life. Lift our eyes beyond that to the one who is the creator of heaven and earth. And what we find in life is we, we find that trials are inconvenient that we come across in life. But if we go through them on the other side of this inconvenience and this, this trial that comes my way, there is greatness. Greatness. And God wants great people because He's a great God that we serve. His kids are great. Our God's great. Our dad's great. His kids are great. He's got great plans for your life. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. When I was a boy, when we were at primary school, we had a big swimming pool and we used to learn to swim holding on to the little rail and often we'd be down the deep end and our feet couldn't touch the bottom. And that's how we started out, just holding on to the rail. But we had to learn and we had to go beyond that and uh, we had to grow and we had to have faith and God wants us to be people of faith and there came a time when we had to let go and just float on the water. Initially we learned to float by holding the rail. Put your feet out behind you, kick your feet. I hope some of you guys have got past that stage. If you haven't, that's all right. It, you can keep working through it. I got to the stage where I could let go last year. <laughs> no. Peter had to let go of the boat when he hopped out and walked on the water. Can you imagine if he got out of the boat and going like this? You know? God wants us to let go and have faith in him. Yeah. He loves you. He's not, he's not, he's not going to hurt you. He's a good, good father. He cares for you. I want to get on to this fear and anxiety because this is a big one. It was a big one for me this week. 
I love it the way God just searches you, speaks to you. You know, fear and, and, and anxiety is like dr- a drug in our lives. And it has side effects. That's what I've come to find out. If there's something, just anything in our life, in our family, in our, in our relationships that is causing us fear and we're anxious about it, you can be sure there's going to be side effects. It, it actually flows over into other areas of our lives. It's like a drug. Someone once said anxiety is a, a thin stream of fear trickling through the mind. If encouraged, if encouraged, it cuts a channel into which all other thoughts are drained. So true, isn't it? It can just creep up on us. So subtly. Recently, I've noticed that I've been saying some things to some people that when I stop and think about it after a while, it's, it's almost weird. And you say, well, Pastor, you're always weird. You say weird things every time you get up there. And that's good. I want to I be weird. But this was weird in a different sort of a sense. But that's all right. But I came to realize it was driven by fear and anxiety. And that can be from a completely different area in your life. For me... For me, it was with the business, just what we're going through. Using my business head, using my own thoughts, not trusting in God. Very appropriate word this morning. I, I enjoy that when the word of God cuts in deep. Hello. Very good. But in 2, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, it says, God, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So often we hear this preached in churches. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. It's not of God. This thing, fear and anxiety, and I don't know what area it's coming into your life from or if it is, but I know there's people here that are struggling with it and you're worried. It might be with the grandchildren. It might be with your family. It might be just making ends meet. It could be anything. It could be at school. You might be going to school. There might be, you might be getting bullied. Or, and, and, and this fear, it just creeps in from all angles. Not finding acceptance. Not having many friends. It can creep in. But God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. You see, we are ambassadors of heaven. We serve the Lord from heaven. We represent our homeland. There is no fear in heaven. There is no lack in heaven. We've already been hearing that this morning. No lack. God has got an abundance for us. He can supply all our need according to His riches and glory through Jesus Christ. Amen. But sometimes there's fear and anxiety and it makes us do stupid things. We're not representing heaven very well if we start ranting on Facebook, are we? If we start trying to put people right out there on Facebook, sometimes we can throw our toys out of the cot, you know? And God doesn't want us to do that. We represent heaven. We are ambassadors of heaven. That's what happens in kids' lives, in the crash. But even there, they don't even do that. I don't think so. I think they're spirit-filled, holy, great children. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. 
We need to look to the one who is above our circumstances in life. As I was saying, for me, it's in, my, uh, in the business area of my life. And I was down at C3 conference with Ruth just a couple of days ago, and suddenly I was getting hit over this very thing, fear and anxiety. And I was sure that the pastor was looking straight at me and preaching, you know, and I was sitting on the third row, and I, I saw him looking at me. I'm sure he was anyway. And... Uh, he says something about fear and anxiety or something or other. I can't even remember it now. But anyway, I went like this. And he goes into the guy in the ninth, row nine. So he looked like he was looking at me, but he's looking at someone in row nine. But it was for me anyway. So I got up. They called people forward. And there were many, many people went forward. So I had, people were going around praying for people. And uh, the first person came past and the music was going. You could hardly hear what he was saying. But I caught something. It was something about me dreaming big, having big dreams. God giving me big dreams. So that was really good. Then someone else came around and was praying while we were up there worshipping up the front. So I thought, that's good. Might as well get a double dose, you know. Get all that we can get, you know. I'm in. I'm all in. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. So, you know, it was all about being released from fear and anxiety over my life. So that was really good. And I just felt God was speaking to me. So then I go back to my seat. Suddenly there's this woman there. And she's uh, in the road behind me. And she's been looking, she's been looking at the back of my, uh, the Federation on the back of my, top. I didn't know what she was on about to start with. She says, I've just, I just feel that you're like uh, in the SAS and, uh, and, and, and or like the undefended squad, you know, and you're going into homes and uh, you're delivering people, you know. I thought, that this woman's got, got big problems, you know. <laughs> but then, no, then I realized that she was actually speaking a word of knowledge and God wanted to speak to me. She says, it's, it's all right. You're doing all right, she said. I thought, Oh, mate, that's a real encouragement. I've just had to face this thing about fear and anxiety in my life, and now God's sending someone else to give me some more encouragement. He's awesome, eh? He's really got our back. And maybe I am like the SAS or the armed defenders, you know? I'm not very fit, though, but spiritually, maybe, eh? We want people to be delivered today from fear and anxiety. God is after you today. If you've got fear and anxiety in your in your life, in your family, in your workplace, whatever it is, he's after you today. Yes, he's coming in. Praise God. We're going to, have a, we're going to call you up the front afterwards and we're going to lay hands on you and we're, there's going to be deliverance. People are going to be delivered from fear and anxiety at the end of the service. People are going to forgive others, someone who, who you've been holding out against. It might be years ago, but God's just putting his finger on it and you know he's just communing with you where you are in your seat and he wants you to just let it go and forgive them completely from your heart. From your heart. And we'll go after healing in every service. We need to go after healing. And you may need healing this morning. And you can come forward as well. It doesn't matter if you all come forward. We're going to lay hands on you. The leader's here. And we want you delivered. God wants you delivered. You already are, but you just need to walk in it. You know it here, but you don't know it there. And he says, right, now's the time to know it here. Come on. so important for us to tell ourselves the truth in life instead of telling ourselves the facts. The fact is that we might be having a bad year in the business, but the truth is that God shall supply all our need according to his riches and glory. Don't let the facts of the situation 
override or discount the truth. God is your Father. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the one who provides for you. You need to have that faith like we're talking about, letting go of the side of the pool or stepping out of the boat like Peter. Just trust Him. Just trust Him. He will save you. He did with Peter. Peter said, Lord, save me. Hey! And he, he reached out his hand. He's right there. He will save you. He's a very present help in time of trouble. I love that. This is the present evil world around us, the Bible says, but then it says someone's even closer. He's very present, and that's God. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Right there to meet you in your need. Right there. So, Abraham was a great man of faith. We've got the band up here. We're drawing this to a close now. I can't wait to just lay hands on somebody. Where's the band? Come on, we need some music here. Let's drum it up a bit. Let's open up our spirit to the Lord here. Let the spirit of God move. He's here. He promised we're two or three are together in his name. He's going to be present. We need faith. We need to step out of the boat. We need to let go of the side of the swimming pool now. If you don't... Eh? You're going to be pretty freaked out when we baptize you later. <laughs> you know, Abraham lived in a tent. And, and uh, if he just stayed inside the four walls of his tent and he looked up, he'd have a very, very low ceiling. But God got him to step out and he, and he pointed him to the stars of heaven. And I want to tell you, we got a big God. And uh, we don't want to be limited by a low ceiling in life. And I believe there's people here today that are limited by low ceilings. We, God wants us to dream big. He's got great things to do in us and through us. And he's, He wants us to go make disciples and to grow in Him. But if you've got a low ceiling and you're just living in the little, uh, little comfortable tent of your life with a low ceiling, you're not going to have much effect. But he, He's speaking to you today. There's things in your life that He wants to, wants to just, you just want to get rid of them. Anxiety, fear, unforgiveness, sickness. He wants to set you free today. He has set you free. If the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. So I'm just going to ask you now. If God's been speaking to you today, and I, I know He has, just come on down. We're going to pray. We're going to pray with you. Reuben Harmony's going to pray here. Come on up. Ruth, come on up. Come on down. We're going to wait here till you come. And if you don't come, we're coming to you. <laughs> You can't tell me you never get anxious. Come on. What about forgiveness? Have you forgiven those in the past? Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs>